Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Friday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys. Well, and A. Marie. So, but she's one of the boys. All right, I'm going to go back to my original. The boys are here. Los hombres son aquí. Welcome to the program. I am Fred Slow. Alongside me, uh, the sometimes fluent in Spanish, Van Nunley. Van, welcome. Well, I've never once in my life been fluent. Mm-hmm. But I often, just like my looks and intelligence and personality and humor, I'm quite often passable. Okay, Spanish adjacent. Got it. Spanish adjacent. Here we go. Spanish adjacent. Making the show go around today, A. Marie Castillo, who, uh, she, well, she did the morning show, went home, I assume took a nap, and then is now here in the afternoon. A. Marie, welcome. No, no naps. What? No naps. No naps. No naps. No naps. I was going... Around town like you guys. All right. Well, I know nephew duty. I noticed you didn't uh, turn the lights on in there. So you, you okay? You by, <laughs> you by yourself back there? What's going on? I usually keep the lights off though, and oh. like it's a weird yeah ambiance I got going on. Okay. Thanks I'll for having me. Dak. I like... trying to trying to hold down the fort while Vitel is on his assignment. He's on assignment this week, and I will keep adjusting my eyes and squinting as I look at. <laughs> I there. mean, we can we can turn on the lights. For no, him. no. From the live chat, yes, we are going to be at Cottonwood tomorrow. I. I will be there at 11 a.m. I will be there until I leave, so that'll be uh, probably be closer to two. And Van, you will be there at noon tomorrow. In well, I one was told tomorrow? I got the the one to three, right, one shift. to three, one to three. That makes sense. So I'm probably 11 to one, and you're, you're probably one to, one to three. One to th- gotta gotta split us up. Too much energy. We'll be. Amory, are you gonna be out there tomorrow? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, you get I, mean, day, you get I, I care, off. though. What's I'm, that I'm like? Spirit. Tell what? me what days off are like. What are they like? Uh, are they nice? It's, it's actually not a day off. Oh. <laughs> That's what's funny. Okay. Just, just wondering what it was. The other hustles. It's, uh, if you're planning tomorrow night and going to the New Mexico United game, that is no longer an option for you in the world. New Mexico United is rescheduling the the home game tomorrow against Phoenix as Phoenix is full of COVID. Say what? No. Yeah. Still so, a thing. David Carl will join us at 4.15, and he will talk to us about uh, what that plan is. And, and my understanding is they're just going to make it up. It's a, it's, a, it's a bummer, man. Well, and I'll tell you what's a super bummer is, like, they start laying down because they contract out that field switch thing, right? Yeah. So I think the isotopes only build the mound. Outside of that, it's all like a like another company. I couldn't tell you the name of the company. But, like, they come, it's already done. Like you just have to, what do you just undo it? I guess I don't just undo it. Just undo it. So anyway, so that that's the thing that's bogus. So Phoenix will come back, is my understanding. So there'll be another home game. But David will give us all the details on that, and we will know what is up and what is good. Tough, or excuse me, big win last night for the Isotopes. So that's good in local news, and big win locally for the city of St. Louis is Jason Tatum put the. Boston Celtics over your father, Jimmy Butler's Miami Heat, because when Jimmy Butler loses, he is your daddy. Manfred Slow, I tried to told you. You were just like choo-chooing that Jimmy Butler train, 
And I said, watch out, Jason Tatum's coming back. Ye of little faith. Me? Ye of little faith. You're St. Louis native. I yeah. told you he was coming back. I'm going to even it out. And here we sit, 1-1. One, one. He Well, I'll tell you what happened is he got so excited like we did about the basketball tournament being at Rucker Park where he was like, okay, like it's t- like I'm going to win this thing. I'll go play in that over the summer. I don't think he contractually can. I don't think that's legal. He can't, but, he can't do that. But when when your dad, Jimmy Butler, just uh, a father, well, he is your father. Uh, when he is a loser, he is your father. And that's what the Heat were last night. Also, Tyler Hero is garbage. And if anyone tries to talk to me about Tyler Hero ever again, I'm going to have to ask them to, number one, lose my number. And if we're talking face-to-face, um, it is time for you to go. Tyler Villa. Why do you think he's a? Uh, why do you think he's awful? He cannot play basketball at all. He's no good at all. He cannot play defense. He's terrible on offense. He's a liability. You can tell no one on the squad likes him. I saw for a fact. I'm making this up that children refuse to give him high fives. <gasps> no. Oh no! Not the children. The children have turned on him. I'm telling you, he's he's literal garbage. He had one good game three years ago in the bubble, and people think he's something. He's nothing. He's terrible. He didn't even know how to spell his own name. Jimmy Butler's got no help. And he has negative help because Tyler Hero's on the floor. Because Tyler Hero hurts him, you're saying. That's what I'm saying. He's at a huge disadvantage because Tyler Hero is on the court with him. Is that what you're saying? I am absolutely identifying that as a thing. The sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero. Allegedly. You're referring to him as a loser. He is... Embarrassing. Tyler Zero is what you're saying. There, there are undrafted players on Miami that play better than Tyler Hero. That's how bad Tyler Hero is. You got receipts. Boy Wonder is a stupid name. Wait, Tyler Hero's what do you nickname really is have Boy against Wonder. Him? What do you really have against him? His face. What? He look, he's just so tall and like successful, he's not and that good tall. looking. He's and not that tall. I don't know why you went there. With probably him. great at Jeopardy. I don't know. You think Tyler Hero goes knits a good quilt? His nick his Instagram name is No Limit Hero. That's a stupid Instagram. No name. Limit Hero. Yeah, like Master P. No that, Limit. That's kind of the energy I got off of it, right? Like everybody from the No Limit family's in jail except for this Master is- P. <laughs> that is not a good moniker to take on. I'm trying to figure out what he averages a game here. I'm trying to pull this up. Is that the right word, okay. moniker? All right, so he averages sixteen a game. Which is pretty good. That's good off the bench. Yeah. And he's 22 years old. And, uh, and apparently he's mopping up some garbage minutes against some garbage teams. He's 20. He's aging in reverse? He's he, aging in reverse. How did that happen? He, Breakout started when he was 20. All right. Well, And then he went back to 19, played yep. two more years. That still wouldn't be enough. He's a breakout star against Orlando Magic, who haven't been really relevant in a long time except for in the bubble. But well, last, last year he was 25. Okay. And so, then he de-aged two years. Here's what it is. He only scores and produces against garbage teams. That's literally what I'm looking at here. He cannot hang with the Celtics. Oh, he's a compiler. Yeah, he's a liability is what he is. Like Jeter, he's just a compiler. He wasn't really that good. He just did it for a long time. It's Derek Jeter? Yeah. Derek Derek Jeter was a winner, though, and Tyler Hero will never be a winner. Well, Tyler Hero got drafted by the Heat. Derek Jeter got drafted by the evil empire (sighs) big difference (laughs) playing shortstop in the new york yankees is sexy losing minutes to undrafted free agents and being a liability to your team although i was he drafted top 15 
in 19, is that right? So he would have, what, 12 for 13th or whatever he was? Terrible is what he is. Cannot score. Will not come through. Pinstripes are slimming, too, so that helps. That does help. Yeah. There was a point last night when your father, Jimmy Butler, cut the lead to 19. And I thought, okay, here they come. Oh, wait, it's 19. Here they come. Celtics hit 100 with 10 minutes left in the fourth. And I was like, dude, are they going to play the rest? Like, Do you just stop? (laughs) Yeah. In the football world, when I grew up, that's called the Delgado rule. What is that? Um, I I played for the Baffle, the Bay Area Football League, when I was growing up. And my team was the Texas City Stingrays. Okay. And we were very good. What's interesting uh, is this was in Florida. You were in the Bay Area of Florida. Nope, that's not true whatsoever. It's the Gulf Coast of Texas, my friend. And we just beat up everybody, so they had the Delgado rule, mm-hmm. and you, you and you know this is a a rule that like spread throughout middle schools and high schools throughout the country, to where if you get up thirty five, they just run the clock. I'm familiar with this. Yeah, yeah. That's... And they, they did that last night when the Celtics went up eighty with ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. I would have lost the bet on Miami scoring over a hundred. Oh, to yourself, like. They were just terrible. Just what was the end of the first thirty-five points they gave up? Yeah, it's bad. That's so bad. And you're like, well, Fred, this makes sense. Like when you're playing in Boston, you get that. Ca- no, they were in Miami. They were not in Boston. Well, and the Celtics were back full force. The, they're starting five. Well, in yes, when you're playing five on four <laughs> the entire game, it's not hard to win. I mean, really five on one because it's just like Jimmy Butler That's versus how, everybody. I literally feel that way. One and a half, if you count Tyler Hero. Do you? Is it Hero or Hero? Yeah, I think it's Hero. Hero. Peyton Pritchard is better than Tyler Hero. I'll, I'll die on that one. <laughs> trade Tyler Hero for Grayson Allen, straight up. Can you do that now? Can you trade in the middle of the conference finals? Uh, who's, who's he with? Is that Milwaukee? legal? I don't, I don't think is he, he with can. Milwaukee? I don't even know who's he with. Melia Walke. Is he? I'm being serious. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> After he left Duke, I kind of gave up on him. Why is that? Why follow that dude's career? That dude ain't nothing. We roasted him well, he so had, hard in L.A. He had yeah. one that point. That was so fun. He had one point against the last game against the Celtics. Hey, Marie, when the boys were at the bowl, when we went to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we uh, caught a L.A. Lakers game. That's true. Oh, awesome. And Giannis and the Bucks just demolished LeBron Sounds James right. and the Lakers. Did not go well. But us in the peanut gallery, we weren't as concerned about the game as we were about roasting Grayson Allen. Mm. We had so much fun. Had it coming. Sounds very much like you guys. Tyler Hero had 11 points last night. Put him fourth on the squad in scoring. That's not good. That's not good. The sixth man should probably get the sixth amount of points. Well, no one outside Jimmy Butler did anything. <laughs> this is so bad. And no, So Jimmy Butler plays over 30 minutes, which he should, right? That makes sense. 48 in the playoffs, you better. You better. But there's no one else on the court. No one else is touching 30 minutes. Like, how do you get any sort of chemistry down? Like, how, do you, how are you running? Like, what, how, are you, what are you doing Miami? What was Udonis Haslam's stat line? How did he do? Let me pull that one out for you. So, I tell you what, no matter what it is, it's going to be better than Tyler Hero. <laughs> All right, I don't have it in front of me. All right, I'm it's guessing not, zero, zero points, like 
eight boards, five fouls. How close am I? Bigger impact than Two Tyler, turnovers. Tyler Hero. He's just so bad. Six points? <laughs> you got I, six points? I think so. <laughs> He's like 45. He's like the oldest player in the NBA, right? Udonis Haslam? And 41. He's been, no, the Heat his whole career. He did not have six points. No, I don't even think he played, did he? No. That's all Mike McDaniel stuff. Not Mike McDaniel. Um, oh, what's the head coach's name? Not Mike McDaniel. Spolstra? Thank you. Eric Spolstra. That's Miami football I'm thinking of. Spolstra don't know. From, you don't know how to win. From the texture, hero is no Tony Kukoc. S- spot on. There's different nationalities. Kukoc was a starter. <laughs> Kukoc is like the best in Europe. He's like the best player on the whole continent of Europe. Tyler Hero is the sixth best player on the Miami Heat. <laughs> He's not, though. He's the best sixth player, though. That's what the NBA said. I tell you, as I was watching that game last night, and by game I mean highlights this morning, I'm like, I'm like, how have I got through nine minutes of highlights and there's no Tyler Hero highlights? There's nine straight minutes of highlights here. None of them are featuring the guy that's supposed to be the guy. So you're referring to that game as a Heat loss, not a Celtics win. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I would say what you're saying is true. I think it was a Celtics win. They just dominated. Well, the thing with them is the guard play. Brown and Smart and Tatum can all easily go for mid-20s. And it's like, what's Miami ever going to do? But Tyler Hero averaged 20 points as the league's top scorer off the bench. That's why he was the sixth man. Let me just pull up the East standings, and I'll give you the bottom of it because those are the teams that he scored against. Right. Because he's terrible. He cannot play against good teams. And that's a baller move giving Horford and Smart the game off in game one and immediately stealing game two load on the road. Right. Load management. Yeah. I'd like to see Tyler Hero's stat line against the Magic and the Pistons and the Pacers. That's what I want to see. <laughs> That's how he got six man. Yeah, all day. Yeah, you know what he would be on those teams? A starter. Loser. <laughs> Sucks so bad. David Carl's going to join us in about three minutes. We're going to talk about, uh, well, I mean, we'll say, hey, the United game canceled tomorrow. It's canceled. There's no other way to say that. Like, we can go, over, okay, here are the reasons, this and that or whatever. But really what fans want to know is when is it going to happen? Like, when are we going to make this thing up? What's going to come through on that? And David Carl, the New Mexico United, will reach out to us on the hotline, and we'll talk to him about that. we got a lot more going on today, including NFL talk. Zach Davies is your favorite baseball player. That's going to be a weird one. Alabama and Texas A&M is the gift that keeps on giving. Tom Brady in the news. Josh Sushan will join us at 5.30. Preview the Isotopes game tonight. That should be a good one. Where are they at? Salt Lake still? And then uh, the Lakers head coach has been whittled down to two, Van. Ooh, so there's two candidates. That's remaining. exciting. We'll go over that at least. Jerry West one. I don't think so. No? I don't. He's currently at odds. Hmm. He's currently at odds. Not just with the Lakers, but with the NBA and Everyone else in the entire world, apparently. On until 6.15 tonight, and then it's on after that as your boys Ooh. are going to hang out with Friend of the program, Star TV and Radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. We're going to celebrate his bachelor parties tonight. That's going to be a lot of fun. He's probably getting married on Sunday. S- percentages say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Over very 50, likely. Over 51%. Depends on how tonight goes. 
He's probably getting married on Sunday. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. We spend our weeknights, man, at Hollow Spirits. And when I get home after this bachelor party night, a little bit of Teller Vodka. That's what I'm going to have. Whoop, whoop. I have tonight. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Normally, it's where I give important show notes. I'm giving important United notes. Tomorrow's game against the Phoenix Rising FC is postponed due to positive COVID-19 cases with the Phoenix Rising team. All purchase tickets will be valid for the rescheduled game. Obviously, they're going to work out all the details on that, but to kind of give us what's going on in the immediate, David Carl, the New Mexico United. Welcome to the program, David. Have a meeting, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, I, and I'm sorry if I didn't get you in in time. I'm terrible with this phone thing. Um, but yeah, no, we, it's important to have you on. It's important to talk about what's going on. So explain to us and the friends of the show uh, exactly what's kind of gone on over the course of today and, and what the plan of action is. It's been a crazy day, you guys. I uh, got a call a little bit ago from the league. Uh, they let us know that uh, Phoenix Rising had a number of uh, COVID cases, a situation where people couldn't play. Either That either means they tested positive or were in contact with somebody who tested positive to the point where they wouldn't have the ability to travel for the game uh, that was scheduled for tomorrow. Obviously, big bummer. Uh, super disappointed about that. We're really looking forward to welcoming them in uh, to New Mexico. They haven't played here in three years. We've gone there several times, but, um, you know, they haven't had the chance to play in the lab for quite a while. But with that said, the most important thing uh, is health and safety, right? Making sure that people aren't spreading COVID, as, at least there as little as, as, as we can help. Um, and I think the, and the other most important thing that I would say is that if you have a ticket to tomorrow's game that has been postponed, when it is rescheduled, that ticket will be valid. No matter where you are, it will work. All right, David, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. I think this is either two actual reasons. Number one being the nuptials of friend of the show, Brandon Ortega, Phoenix, out of respect, canceled the match. Or they didn't have a game plan for Devin Sandoval. Welcome back, Devin. Yeah, so excited to have have Big Dev back. Obviously, that was announced yesterday. What a what a warrior, man! Uh, you guys, I'm sure remember late last season in October with three games left in the season, uh, Dev was having some tightness in his chest. He said the way he describes it is, "My heart felt like it was working harder than it should have been." So he did the right thing and he went and got checked out. Um, and when he did, they discovered a blood clot in his heart, which is obviously a really scary mm-hmm. thing. Um, and so he stopped playing at that point. Didn't know if he would ever get the chance to play again. But the focus really for Devin, for his family, for all of us, was making sure that he was healthy, that he could have a long life with his wife and two kids and all of that. So uh, had a couple procedures done, and he has been working his butt off uh, for the last what, six, seven months since then, um, and was announced yesterday that he is back. He is eligible to play. Um, it is so exciting, and anybody who knows Dev, you know, he's our first-ever signing. He is, you know, one of the faces of this club. He is uh, the first-ever goal scorer, all these kinds of things, and just an incredible human being. So it's really icing on the cake. Not only is he going to have a great, happy, positive life with his family, um, he's also back and playing for New Mexico United. So that's, that's Yay, really exciting. go Dev! I, can you can you expound on that a little bit? Like how great this story is right now. The resilience of Devin, you know, tied into the resilience of New Mexico and Northern New Mexico, considering everything we're facing in the uphill battle right now. 
I mean, talk about just a microcosm of, of what our state is, right? I mean, these are these are our people. We are tough. We are strong. Uh, we don't let anything stand in our way, and we fight for what's important to us. And, and Dev has fought through every single piece of this, just like you know, New Mexicans fight through through every bit of of difficult thing that every bit of difficulty that's thrown at them that was through the pandemic and is still technically through the pandemic that's through these fires right now that are, are are ravaging parts of northern new mexico you know it's it's heartbreaking to see you know our neighbors having to deal with this, these horrible horrible situations to see you know their homes their families their properties you know all you know being threatened, but these New Mexicans are, are fighting. They're doing everything they can to to make sure that they can go home one day. Um, and their fellow New Mexicans are contributing in so many ways, including you know the drive that I just heard the 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 ad for uh, going on um, this weekend that you guys are participating in, and we're participating, and we're really proud of that because we're New Mexicans and we stand up for one another. You are mentioning the drive at Cottonwood Mall tomorrow, where I will be there at 11 a.m. Van will be there at 1 p.m., but you can catch one of us between the hours of 11 and 3, to where if you bring a donation to us, we will hand you either New Mexico United tickets or Albuquerque Isotopes tickets or UNM Lobos tickets or Balloon Fiesta tickets. What we're doing is we're helping you help others, so please, if you can, take the time. The reason David Carl is joining us is because the game tomorrow against Phoenix is postponed. Now, when you say postponed, Dave, what does that mean? Are, they, are you already looking at the calendar? Or obviously, we're not asking for anything official at this moment, but do you have an idea of when this one might come back? It's a great question. Um, you know, obviously, one of the things that we've talked about with you guys before is just how crowded those calendars get, right? Because we've got, obviously, our games. Uh, we share a stadium. Uh, the Isotopes let us take some time in their stadium. They're great, wonderful hosts, and they've allowed us to play our home matches there. Um, but, obviously, we need to be very aware of their home matches. Um, and then, obviously, you know, we're rescheduling against an opponent, and that's Phoenix, so we need to be aware of their schedule as well. So finding a place for this game to take a time, rather, a date for this to take place is very difficult. Um, I know that they're already looking into it, they being the league, um, reps from our team, reps from Phoenix, trying to find a date that makes sense. Um, and the goal is to figure that out as soon as possible so that people uh, can get back into the stadium and see this match. Um, and like I said, if you had a ticket for Saturday, it will be valid whenever this match is rescheduled. David Carl, speak to Philadelphia Philly fan right now. The NL East leading New York Mets. Haven't had Jacob deGrom all season. Now they're down one Max Scherzer. Is this the time the Phillies make a run at it? I mean, second in the NL East right now. I mean, and, and it's, I mean, it's a big gap, just to be perfectly clear. Second in the East, uh, despite the fact that we're two games under 500. Uh, but still, you know, and we've done well, six and four in our last 10, which, you know, we started off really poorly. And there were some games that were very much exactly what you'd expect. You know, Phillies hit the cover off the ball, but then commit four errors and, you know, lose by a run. That's that's not great. You know, your bullpen gives up a four-run lead. We gave up a seven-run lead in the ninth inning to the Dodgers a couple weeks ago. It's it's um, it's a rocky road as a Phillies fan. But you know what? Uh, the NL East is so terrible that we might finish in second place with a record under 500. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting year, definitely, Major League Baseball-wise, out there. And speaking of, like, standings and where everyone is at, with your New Mexico United team, um, and whenever you guys are in the mix – how do you look at those standings when you now don't have what you thought would be a forecasted, you know, win or tie at this point of the year? Does it does it change how you approach what is now the next game because you guys aren't on that same pace that you thought you would be at this point? 
That's a good question. Um, you know, in soccer, they refer to it as a game in hand, right? So if we're, you know, two points behind somebody with a game in hand, you, you think of it as, okay, well, if we win that game in hand, that's three points, and suddenly we're on the same amount of games and we're a point ahead. So it's, it's important to remember it, but I don't know that it necessarily changes the, the thinking, right? The, the goal, regardless of how many games you've played so far, is to go out and get three points. It's to go out there and get the win. Um, and now, obviously, for the guys that with the Phoenix match kind of postponed here, the goal will be to go and focus on Indy. That's our next game. It's on the road in Indianapolis against Indy 11, and that's going to be the focus now. A game in hand is better than two games in the bush, I was told, David. That's uh, the old saying, the old, old saying. That's what they've always said. From the text line, friend of the show, Joel of the Albuquerque Aardvarks is asking, since you don't have a match tomorrow, can the Yardvarks practice on your pitch? Oh, put a little rugby, a little rugby out a little there. Rugby out there is that okay? Is that okay? Hey, you know what? If if it was our field, uh, I'd, I'd be down <laughs> for it. But it is not our call. You have to reach out to the Topes. I like everything about that, David Carl. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks, David. Uh, from the texter reaching out to me, friend of the show, Jeff Simbietta, who hosts the morning show, uh, make sure we make mention uh, the Mexico Bowl tickets, which which I think I didn't make mention of whenever you're bringing your donation tomorrow. So oh whenever you goodness. come by Cottonwood, uh, New Mexico Bowl tickets, also an option for you. So alongside the United tickets, alongside the Ice tickets, alongside the Balloon Fiesta tickets, alongside the UNM Lobo tickets, New Mexico Bowl tickets are an absolute option for you after you make your donation. So there's a, a lot of incentive to get out and help others tomorrow at Cottonwood. So big thank you to Jeff for uh, the reminder of my slip up there. What so a dude. He's a pro. He's super pro. They're, David they're, Carl. We're probably not going to give away any New Mexico Bowl tickets from 1 to 3 while I'm there because I'm hoarding them. You're going to keep them all yourself? I'm keeping them all for me. The, well, here's the thing. There won't be any left because everyone will start coming at 8 a.m. Smart. Yeah, and so it'll. if I had to guess, it might. it'll probably go in this order. New Mexico Bowl tickets will go first. Poof. Then Balloon Fiesta tickets. Adios. Yeah, and then it'll be like a 50-50 push to Isotopes, UNM, and United. See you later. Yeah, that's that'll be the order. So, but I actually I don't even know what the quantities are. I guess did that say no one? Do you know, Amory? You don't know either. There's I bet there's a limit, but I don't know what it is. Like, and I'm excited for people to like hang out and be like, hey, we're gonna wait until eleven or one to come and you know like shoot the crap with Fred and Van. But like, definitely come first thing in the morning because get it out of the way. Yeah, and because they're gonna be gone. Yeah, they will go. And and that's the thing too with like talking about like the New Mexico or talking about like the United or UNM or or everyone who's a partner in this really cool drive is they're going to give to capacity they're going to give the absolute max that they can give sure because they know the return is going to be there so yeah anyways that's a real cool drive we're excited to be a part of it we're going to be there tomorrow at Cottonwood Mall I don't where am I supposed to park what's the deal do we have is there like an itinerary for this thing do excellent we, question this it's on the east side I heard. At the my, movie theater, my, what, if that helps. No, that doesn't help at all. Uh, There's a movie theater at Cottonwood? Yes. I didn't know that. I don't spend a lot of time there. There's a movie theater by my... There's like three movie theaters by my house. Hey, there's a completely renovated movie theater on San Mateo. The Dollar Theater? They turned it into like the nicest theater in town now. I don't know if I've ever drove It's the past... Regal at Cottonwood. Oh, okay. Well, Regal Movie Theater, that's where it's going to be. Shout out to Regal, I suppose. I think I, I don't know if Regal has to do with it. I just usually location wise where we're going to be. Okay, I like everything about that. I've never driven past the theater to get to a different theater. You just always stop at the first theater. I stop at the first one. That's what I do with convenience stores, because that's what convenience. Same. Means. It makes it way more convenient if you're you go to the closer one. The grocery I go to is kind of hood. It's pretty hood. 
Should we talk about this on air? You want to do it on the break or next I'm just, segment? I'm just saying it's a nice grocery. <laughs> it's just it's a little hood. There's your uh, there's your United update. When we get back, let's back jump into the NFL a little bit. Talk about this this Cole Strange draft pick is the fire relief drive tomorrow. Ninety five point nine FM and AM six assist with the Cap Canyon and Hermit's Peak fires. Cumulus Media alongside UNM Athletics going to be at the Cottonwood Mall parking lot. It's a big parking lot. I did look it up. So it's there's room. It's behind that movie theater okay. that A. Marie is always talking about. You're obsessed with that movie. He loves that movie theater. It's like your whole life. How many times have you it seen it? It wasn't there my whole life. Amory, every time that you produce our show, you mention that theater. Get in to be a lot. It's- uh no, no. I'm not I'm not a Cottonwood girl this- growing up. <laughs> I'm more of a Coronado, Winrock kind of guy uh, growing up. Yeah. Midtown, uptown. I was, I was a Heights girl. Slumming. He's slumming. a Midtown yeah. girl. Totally slumming. So immediately behind the theater, closer to the Seven Bar Loop Road, okay? And that's the one. So you have you have the one that you normally take when you're, like, in a hurry, like, for traditional transit. And then the weird one that zigs and zags around the backside, it's that one. Just come look. I'm the tallest guy. Come look for me. That's what I'm saying. So drive around the parking lot until you see me. Drop off your donation in front of the Regal Theater at Cottonwood Mall. Pick up your Lobos, New Mexico Bowl, Isotopes United, Balloon Fiesta tickets. Not all, some. And then and then we've had a really good day. We've helped some people. It's going to the Salvation Army in Las Vegas. They're opening a new facility there. And I'll tell you what, who's actually really helpful with this process. A little bit. Inside radio, I don't know how interesting this is to regular friend of the show. So obviously, I I do a lot with New Mexico Highlands University. So when we were setting up this drive, I reached out to athletic director Andrew Ealing, mm-hmm. and he's on the emergency response corps for the city or whatever. And he's like, "Hey, um, let me put you in in line with the sheriff's office. We got this new Salvation Army coming in. So New Mexico Highlands University was like a crucial part in helping like set up this drive. So that was that's kind of a cool thing. That's kind of cool that those worlds can come together to help some individuals. So. Very excellent. No offense to any army out there, but Salvation is probably my favorite. As far as armies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Probably my favorite army. Today's I-9 Varsity. Varsity of armies? The Varsity of armies. Okay, this is a good one. Okay. That's going to be a good one. Today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of armies. Okay, so the Patriots are coached by a guy named Bill Belichick. You familiar with his work? Never heard of him. Oh, sorry. The Patriots are coached by a guy named The Hoodie. Okay. You know him? I think I could picture him. All right. It's the alter- The guy that has like the ridiculously long sleeves. No, exact and he opposite. Just hangs them like ridiculously flowing like Mm-mm. a scarecrow. Not not a, not like a wild, inflatable, wavy arm man outside of a car dealership. No? No. He and not even super cut off like Terrell Owens. Not even that kind of thing. These he cuts them off to T shirt links. Okay. So anyways, the hoodie is his alter ego. This is uh, when Boy Wonder becomes um, Dick Grayson, the thing. yeah, who's Boy yeah. Wonder? If you if you're Boy Wonder, number one, that's a sidekick. That's not even a cool superhero, and you're Tyler Hero, and you're a loser. Boy Wonder is really cool if you're hanging out with like dynamic infant, then that's cool. But like as far as adult superheroes go, they're all better than Boy Wonder. Uh, also, here's a neat thing: Did you know Boy Wonder has a movie? Like a new one? No. Came out in 2010, and no one knows about it at all. I would have guessed it came out like 1955. That would have been my guess. Robin is the softest of all superheroes. 
Yes. Yes. It's yeah. not even close. Yeah. Robin is only there to get kidnapped. Robin is plot-driven. He doesn't resolve anything. Batman, what do you do? It's How will you possibly save Robin and save the world? And he's like, I'm Batman. I'm wildly inconvenienced again. Yes. By you, Robin. Robin. Check your Google calendar. <laughs> You're not supposed to be in this Zoom. So Bill Belichick, because he's smarter than everyone, which is his thing, that's yeah, yeah. His, his energy, he drafts in the first rounder, fifth round talent, Cole Strange, okay? So Cole Strange played interior line at some college, I assume in Michigan. And Bill Belichick says, no, we'll take him first. So whenever the Patriots reach out to Cole Strange, um, who I believe is now a defensive tackle for some some SEC school that didn't make any sort of playoffs or bowl game. He picks up the phone and he says, after the Patriots call, Cole Strange says, Sir, I don't mean to be disrespectful at all, but I got to know because I got some crazy friends. Is this a prank? <laughs> I love it. They, you know, the, the real culprit in this is obviously Bill Belichick. And you'll notice if you check the receipts, there was one bet made in Las Vegas that Cole Strange would go from the first round. Was it Bill Belichick? It's a Foxborough IP address. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Bill Belichick made a lot of money on this pick. Where is Chattanooga? Where that's a college? I'm pretty sure it's still in Tennessee. Shut up. Yeah. He went to the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga? Chattanooga is a real city in Tennessee. It's not just a Dr. Seuss word. This isn't real. This is a joke. This is the prank. The Chattanooga mocks? The fan base of Chattanooga didn't even know who this guy was during the season. Well, because he played offensive line. That's a good point. Or defensive line. What did he do? I don't know. I think he's a linebacker. Yeah, whatever. So Cole Strange. He's a guard who apparently didn't even believe in himself because whenever the Patriots called to draft him, he said, sir, I just think the lights are a little too bright for this moment. <laughs> sir, are you sure? And then they hand the phone off to Bill Belichick because he can't be burdened. It's not, it's not a rotary phone, so he doesn't quite know how to use it perfect. So he's like, yeah, after you get him on the WhatsApp, you hand it to me. And Bill Belichick was, yes, we actually drafted someone else. Psych! And then hung up. Uh, yeah, is this, is this Cole? This is Cole. Cole, we, uh, we, uh, we did actually draft you. It's a, it's a real thing that we did. A <laughs> good impersonation, Steve! <laughs> and then hang up on Bill. <laughs> I, uh, I, think, uh, I think our draft pick just hung up on me. <laughs> he thinks I'm Steve. Hey, hey. Bob, leave the massage therapist alone and come here. Call Cole back. <laughs> Bob, Bob, I need you. Bob, all these Florida area codes keep calling. Bob. <laughs> oh, gosh. that they, is the... They were third in their conference this past year. Who was? Uh, Chattanooga. How did you know Why did you, that? Did you just look that up? Um, come on. No, that's I'm a, a. Marie. That's executive producer <laughs> stuff right there. Yeah. What is it? What is a mock? What's a mock? M-O-C-S? 
Well, a mock is the mock draft where he never, ever got drafted in the first round. So he was wildly surprised when he actually went into the first round. What, hey, what Cole Strange needs is he needs Mach 3 as a sponsor because this beard needs some work. All right, I'm looking up their schedule right here. Who do they play? What conference are they in? Southern Conference, a subdivision of D1. So uh, they, they're, they're, they're number one, the number one team in that div, uh, division is uh, in their conference is East Tennessee State University. Oh, yeah, the East Tennessee State. I mean, State. they went undefeated yeah. in their in their division. I mean, no big deal. I would agree. That is no big deal at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's – and with the NIL rules, I could put together a team that could beat – Is the whole conference in Tennessee? Hey, Marie. Can we get this clear right now? You're trying to put this thing over. They were 6-5. and five. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Southern Tennessee Oh, I'm A&M. sorry. They were 5-3 they were and three in conference. I'm looking up their conference. My bad. I got it in front of me right now. So, Austin P who I think ended up ranked. Hold on. Is that not how you say it? P-E-A-Y. Yeah. Okay, Austin. Is that also in Tennessee? They took the L there. It has nothing to do with Austin, Texas? I don't know where that is. I'm going to say it's in Texas. By the way, much cooler name, the Austin P. No, it's in Tennessee. The Austin. They're all in Tennessee. This whole conference is in Tennessee. No, 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 it's not. They you just play- make your own rules? They played North Alabama as well, which I don't think is in Tennessee. It's so close to Tennessee, though. What did you say the name of this conference was? It, it's the SOCON. <laughs> Southern conference? conference? Southern Conference. When we get back, we're breaking down Furman at Wofford. It's going to be a good one. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Is that Howard on the phone? Oh, my gosh. Howard, welcome to the program. How are you? Well, I haven't called in quite a while, but oh, then when guy. you hear A. Marie's beautiful voice on the airwaves, you got to call. Okay. I mean, just, I mean, there's Thanks, Howie. I mean, I talk to A. Marie on the phone all the time, probably. <laughs> I'm not trying to hold. So, Howard, what did Fred say that made you not call for so long? Well, he said something mean about you, Van, so that I, I had to draw the line. He does that every day. Which day was it? You know? I, oh my! I, I, he says so many mean things about you. I can't remember. <laughs> just they just added up finally. Corey huh? checks out. Yeah, it uh, just got to its breaking point. No, actually, fortunately, I'm extremely busy. I, I'm in the building business, so I'm doing uh, very busy. There you but, go. Things are opening Marie, up, my friend. You know, Amory, uh, my ex-wife liked the lights off too. I don't know what was up with that. Yeah, what was up with that? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Nice, but anyway, you know, guys, I'm looking. I'm. Uh, I, I went. I uh, got in. I worked in Farmington all week. Yep. Uh, found a little bit of downtime midday. Went to Sam's Club. Filled up a couple of carts. They're all in my truck, and there I'm stopping down tomorrow. To there you go. All. Dropping bills, all y'all. Right. Making it rain. Go Howard. All right, you got so we'll, got money, dude. What uh? What yeah, so? What tickets are you gonna select though? Because you got options. Oh, I'm not in, in it for the tickets, man. You save them to somebody else. There you go. But I if I were to stay. What tickets? It'd be the best game in town in New Mexico. There we go. There yeah, we go. buddy, that's what's up. From once Jeff Simbiata, who puts on the best bowl in America. I did, it, we've talked about this before. The New Mexico Bowl. It is now staple level. It is now. Sure. It is now balloon fiesta level. It is now. It's like up there where this is a. This is a tourist attraction. This is a reason to be in the city. And uh, yeah, well, just know, very proud of that COVID thing. Hit, before COVID hit, I was on a seven-year streak of banquet, and and you know I had met uh, the likes of Tony Dorsett, Joe Theismann, right. 
like Slareth. I mean, I met all kinds of guys, you know, and it's just uh, Joe Theismann has the biggest hands. I mean, I, for a man, I have big hands. <laughs> same, I mean, he just same, same. My hands. And, you know, nice man, too. Very nice man. The, uh, yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, I hear when he drinks, he's like super nice. Well, I don't know. I, I didn't get to drink with him. Oh, but, okay. uh, That's just thing I, heard. I did get to meet him, but hey, you know, um, I'm a, I used to be six foot tall, man. I'm about five eleven and a half now. But when I see Fred tomorrow, I'm going to go in purposely at eleven so I can punch him in the kneecap That's, for you. Okay. Hey, thank to, you, sir. You have to jump S- up, Howard. Sweet redemption. <laughs> it, well, it's funny you say that because. Uh, because obviously when disembodied voice, I don't have a size, right? I don't physically have a size with a disembodied voice. Whenever I interact with people, first of all, they're surprised I'm not a 60-year-old man. That's the one I get mm-hmm. most. Really? Yeah, well, because I know you're not a fan of the program, A. Marie, but all my references are from <laughs> yeah. like the early, early 80s. Early 80s. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then whenever I meet people in person, they're like, they're like, oh, you really did waste a lot of athletic ability. And I'm like, yeah, no, I did. I pro wrestling screams younger man to me. This is well, I mean, it's heyday. I mean, it's heyday. You know. And A. Marie, he makes a lot of get off my lawn references as all the well, time. So, you know, the, I hate other so. people's happiness, especially yep. so, when it you doesn't. Know, I'm going to tell you one thing. Yep. If uh, I'm going to talk a little go. sports, if Kyle Lowry were healthy in Miami, they'd only lost by 15 yesterday. Okay, all Howard. Right. All right. All right. On that note, cutting you loose, my dude. Good call. Later, guys. Good friend of the show, Howard. Love, guys, appreciate the donation. What a, a guy. T-shirt yet? I got to get him a t-shirt. Uh, I'm going to bring him. Did we He's send awesome. him one in the I don't last? I know if we brought him one. I don't remember. Hey, slip slide and them DMs, Howard. Howard. The Let's get you a t-shirt. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610 with a Marie, the sports animal. Friday radio, 5 o'clock Friday radio, quitting time radio, working for the weekend radio. Everybody's doing that, I heard. Working for the weekend? Yep. No one in Uber. I can tell you that. There's no Ubers in town anymore. Oh, God, there better be tonight. There's zero Ubers in town. I was I went out, I went was at the mechanic today. Got a little thing going on with the car, whatever. Okay. By the way, High Desert Automotive set me up with a super sweet mechanic. We can talk about that at length at another time, but non-endorsed sponsorship right there. You're so was, nice. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm going to Uber over to the station. This will this be fine. This is how I pay the extra. Hey, Marie. This is fine. I pay the $10 subscription every month so that Uber bumps me to the front of the line when I'm Ubering. And? I, there were no Ubers. She's unimpressed. What What is that called when you, um, what's it called when you pay for that subscription? So I had it free due to my usage. So I was like platinum member. Because I hit like so many rides in a year or whatever, but then, as I like like grew into like my relationship with my lady, and I stopped drinking every single night of the week and Ubering every night of the week. And the Corvids, the Corvids, so happened. they kicked you back. Well, they were like, "Hey, you can continue your VIP status for ten bucks a month or whatever." Money. And I was like, "I was like, ah, okay, ten bucks. I could. I don't really need ten bucks, but what I really need is to not wait for Ubers during like peak hours." Mm-hmm. So there was no Uber today. I had to call the mother-in-law, and I was like, hey, I'm like, can you take me to work? I'm like a little kid. No. Can you come scope me up? That's so nice. Yeah, that's what I did. Anyways, so th- they're not working. When you say there wasn't an Uber, you mean there wasn't an Uber. What and, about Lyft? And I was busy. Yeah, you were busy. Because quite often, I, was gonna say, Van, I, I am Uber. your Uber. Yeah, I just call you all the time. Yeah. Also, Lyft? No, I don't Lyft. I also don't drink Pepsi. 
Oh my god. <laughs> That's what you compare it to? I'm a Coca-Cola guy. So Uber's Coca-Cola? For for Freddie. Yeah. I'm a I'm a contrarian, so I choose Lyft. If I can't get an Uber, I go to both. <laughs> Just and see, out of, I'm not going to lie. I go to both and see what's cheaper. Out of spite. You know what that is? That's that addictive gambling personality you have, though. Where it you're really always, is true. Yeah. You're always trying to find, like, the numbers. The numbers. You're so... Basic better. You're obsessed with the numbers. Yeah. I like you, betting. You said, <laughs> I like the numbers. I feel like like is not a strong enough, like, enthusiaster for you. Live for. Yes, that's what it is. I'm just happy they call me the basic better, because it's probably the wrong way to describe my gambling. Is that what FanDuel calls you? No, is that that's your what, label? <laughs> not yet. You're known for? Yes. That's better than the other basic B. That's that absolutely. Yeah. What is that? Oh, we can't say that can't on say air. It. We're getting trouble. I don't know if the delay button's on. Hold on. Is it like a beat? Like a Yeah. I think you know what it is. Yeah. You were single at one time. It's like a like in Spanish I call them playas. Oh, for like a, in we your toolbox? Talk about them beaches. Let me get them playas. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Just whenever you got to yeah. fix something. Go to Sawmill. Have you ever been there? I have been. You might see some there. The neighborhood or the food hall? The food hall. Okay. Aren't they one and the same? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're right there. Avery, real question. Not trying to have an intervention right now. Yeah. You wake up in the morning. You wake up very early. You host the morning show. I do. You get here about... I'm not going to tell the listener what time you get here because that'd be creepy, but you get here early. I do. Do you check the numbers like before you roll out of bed? Uh, no. No. So no, it's no. not that I serious. I like, get here. I have my coffee. Yeah. And then I look at the lines as soon as the show starts. Yeah. Uh, she does it on the toilet like the rest of us, Fred. <laughs> Come on. I'm a lady. Everybody knows that. Okay. I'm in on that. I buy that. Just a little stinker tinker of their is, lineup. What is that? Yeah. Oh, like when you're doing fantasy baseball? That's how I do fantasy baseball. Yeah, on the toilet. Yeah. Fantasy baseball, answering emails, Tinder and Bumble. It's all on the toilet. I don't have those last three. Yeah, hey, me neither. Hey, Albuquerque. Bumble works, though. If, oh. you've, if you've ever matched with me on Bumble and Tinder, you've a 100% match with me while I was on the toilet. Yeah. Also, so if you get, know that. If you match on Bumble and you get married, you get a free bottle of champagne. Just saying. Really? Yeah. From the texter. How many times? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not about the first one, I've got to tell you. It's about the last one. hey Yes. From the texter, I like Amory in the afternoon. Aw. Oh, how about that's that? Nice. Who was nice. that? Who was that? I mean, no one. He made it up. What? I I mean, uh, it's a 505 number. If that... Oh, I mean, that, that it. I never signed. There's usually, at my last radio station, you had to sign a thing that was what you could say on air. I never signed one here, so I don't know what the rules are. What do you guys do in the as morning? As long as you can't. Just don't use the curse words and. Um, well, that yeah, the FCC like stuff. avoid the delay button, but you can read a why why is there do something you, inappropriate right no, now? No, no, no. But do you do like the last four? Do you do that? Because I don't do that. Oh, okay. Because that was that yeah. was the practice. Oh, you can't do. That. I see what you. Yeah, saying. I don't do that. Okay, but that was the practice for some time at my old station when we would talk about the texter. We'd be like, I'm just making up numbers off the top of my head, but they'd be like, uh, four one six three, and you're like, what? That's a, yeah. real close to someone's number. Like there's some people put their names though, yeah, or their or their like aliases. They should if That's you're gonna have a hot take, own up to it. Yeah, don't just do it anonymously. And I really like, like this four numbered person right <laughs> here, my nemesis. You know who you are. But also, their hot take is that they like a Marie in the afternoon. I don't know if that's a hot take. That's a very regular take. Everyone likes a Marie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the big bet this weekend, a Marie? 
Um, my big bet was with golf. Okay, how's that going? You, you took I daily have, to do what? Oh, I love. I just love him. Same. I, uh, goal is to be at a Hooters at some point with him. And I just found out he was dating one of the promotional directors from Hooters. Um, I looked up if he was still married. He's been married a couple times. Um, but anyways, I just want to have. I want to have like wings and a beer with him, and like go to a casino with him. So you want to have a normal day with John After Daly? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, just, like what I'm doing tomorrow. You want a Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not anymore. All right, we're looking here. It's moved to Saturdays. Anna Kladakis? Yeah, the promotional director or something for Hooters. You know he's a big fan of Hooters. Same. Are we talking restaurants? I'm more, I'm, more oh. I'm more of a Twin Peaks girl these days. You know what? I mean, it's just a, it's just a synonym. Yeah, I don't Yeah. yeah. Also, I Ojos Locos? They have both of those uh, establishments have That's relationships. That's a synonym in Spanish. With different uh, radio broadcasts in this community, so I do not, I do not ever go to them. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, because um, I, I like, I like the queso at Twin Peaks. I'm ha- I'm hashtag the support wings. the sponsors, so I only go to Hollow Spirits. Oh, oh, I love Hollow Spirits. Yeah, Hollow Spirits. don't have TV for the sports best. though, except they do have when you guys have like the United parties and stuff. Yeah, I love Frank and the gang, which they, we host, and you should go to the next. You would one. love that. Yeah. They Would you like up, to co-host with me instead of Fred on the next one? Please say yes. <laughs> Just t- you got to give me the date as long as I'm not on trophy ant duty. I think it's on the fourth. It's the That's next week. Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday. Tell me what time. I'll let you know. That evening. We just learned they're at Indianapolis. David Carl just said it's every road match. Every road match we host the watch parties for the United. You don't have their schedule memorized, Amory. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't. Sorry. We die laughing Ugh. at it. It is so funny in there because United fan loves United. And we love ourselves, so it's a really? different. Yeah, well, go with what you know. <laughs> yeah, don't pretend. What was the golf? Never tell. What was the golf money? What did you put it on? Uh, I always put twenty bucks on a on a on a bet. Uh, I have a Rory McIlroy winning the whole thing. Smart money. Right, I think he's new, right? Um, he's not new, friend. <laughs> oh. Com- he's new compared to. His oh. father. He was leading yesterday, and now he's about so minus I'm... six when I left the house today. Oh, it's he's... not like a win, place, or show thing. It's only win. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. Yes. All right, and also- Well, I... you could do a bunch of different things. Like, you could do, like, who- There's a lot of prop bets and stuff, but I did who's going to win it overall. I'm Team A. Marie right here, because Anna Kladakis, to me, greater than symbolum Erica Stoll. And if I was going to pick golfers- I'm not going with Roy McIlroy. I'm going with John Daly. To win it? Well, uh, he's well, not going to win it. but He's winning at life because I'm currently <laughs> doing the girlfriend rankings. And, I mean, they're both, they're both in the mix. I'm not going to say they're not both in the mix. But I have the same crush that A. Marie has. <laughs> She's cute. I just looked her up. Everyone's cute. Do you well, wanna, did you hear what John Daly had? On the golf course during his first round. Yes, we yeah, did. We, we did a, a segment. Did. Yeah. He's, he's he's goals. I, I love that guy. Hey, so out of his twelve diet cokes that he had in the first round, how many do you think he poured minis into? Good um, question. All of them. See, see what I'm saying? What do you mix with diet coke? Vodka. Yeah. Tell, little teller. Bourbon. Little teller. Oh, oh yeah. A I, brown see, I see what guy. you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> Hollow spirits. We, I was at Hollow Spirits. You can buy yeah. their liquor. Wednesday I was at Hollow Spirits, and I'm, like, setting up for the remote. And I'm walking through the – what is it? The distillery? The yes. brewery? No, distillery? Dis- it's a distillery. So I'm walking through the distillery, and they're distilling. And as they're getting ready to, like, package, I hear, like, one of the production team, they go, well, it tastes like vodka. I go, okay, that's 
That sounds like they did it. Sounds like they hit their goals. Oh my gosh. As long as they weren't talking about the queso, like that's <laughs> that's good. And I'm not a sommelier. Is that the word? That's for wine. Yeah, I'm not that. So I can't tell you the difference in things. Cicerone is beer. Cicerone, Cicerone. <laughs> not it. If you were to if you were to be like, hey Fred, I'm gonna offer you a wine, it wouldn't be that unique for me just to shoot it real fast. Like, because I have no idea what I'm looking for. I told you the word earthy doesn't apply to me. Yeah, you're not a big wine guy. Jerry, not, you're Jerry not gonna... here is a huge wine guy. Who, you, what? Are you talking yeah. about my cat, Jerry, he's, right? Yeah, he's, he's a normal he's size wine guy. Don't he's, say he's a huge wine no, guy. No, like I'm saying like a big wine guy. He loves wine. You, you drink a lot of wine? A little bit. All right, well, hold like on. now? So you were a sommelier. I know this. Sure. You bet. What? <laughs> That's... <laughs> So you were sommelier. In my own mind, I was. So sommelier adjacent. Yes. He's <laughs> very, very adjacent. Okay. So in your in your personal opinion, can I become a sommelier? Certainly. Oh, um, I started with wine for dummies. Oh, all right. I'm going to look that up real quick. All right. All right. That's an actual. Oh, hold up. So we have a problem here, What's that? Jerry. I don't read books. Oh. Yeah, that's um, going to slow me down. Well, there's probably a uh, YouTube video somewhere. Yeah, audiobook, wine for dummies. Mm. Boxes of Franzia for dummies. There we go. Oh, space bags? Space bag for dummies. I'm in on that. So, mm, this has very earthy notes of fermented alcohol what it, and grape you flavor. Know, you laugh. I, I don't know if you know Silver Oak Cabernet Sauvignon, but uh, uh, I, I, I once I don't met know the winemaker work. and asked him if he was ever going to put it in a bag. Um, he he look, did not take kindly to that, so. That, that's a wine joke, and that just went over like. Okay. Yes, I agree. Oh, well, I'm looking. All right, so I'm pulling up earthy and what that means. means no one is like shoe. Dirt. Organic. All right. It means like earth. Dirty. Carrots. Carrots? Celery. Hints of black curant. S- smoky celery, is that correct? Yeah. Smoky celery. And tannins that just go on forever. Just what was that last of, word? Tannins. That's kind of a, kind of a, a bitter, earthy taste. And it had like a, a finish. When it goes over the tongue, it had a finish of your grandpa's corn cob pipe. <laughs> I'm going to punch okay. you in the face if you say that out loud. So according to UrbanDictionary.com, earthy... Oh, wait, I can't read this. Don't, oh, hey, I can't read don't this. ever... We have done this before. We cannot do this again. We were told by upper management to quit reading Urban Dictionary definitions. Whenever we get back. It's in an email, Fred. We're going to put 15 hard minutes into how Tom Brady is not just so good at football and personal life. He's the number one at NFC. Sommelier. Of, yes. Wait, what? Yes. He's yeah. the salt. What is that word? I, I said it a bunch of times. Cicerone. Cicerone of <laughs> NFTs. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Essential New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits and a uh, little sip, sip, sip on that Teller Vodka. It's, it's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, after this segment, after Josh Sushan at 530, we need to go over to whatever TJ Trout is doing at KKOB. Okay. Because he literally has a wine sommelier over right now, and we had no idea. What are the odds? What are the odds? Between the, between the hey, break? Hey, Fred. Yeah. What would you say the odds are? 
uh, very low. <laughs> Amory, did you put money on that? No, I did not. Okay. A, let's say you have just laying around, what do you think, Van? 400 k Okay. All right, so you got $400,000. Just laying around? Just laying around. Just extra, like, That sounds a little responsible. A little spending money. You know what I mean? Let's say. My cumulus paycheck. Yeah, or one hush settlement from Elon Musk. Nice. Thank you. So. I, I see what you did there. I sometimes read Twitter. <laughs> you guys sometimes watch sports, and I sometimes, you know. Read the news. I definitely watch less sports than you read the news. I know. I'm opposite. <laughs> I'm, that's that's where we – that's I, what I was saying. I'm My favorite part of sports is spectacles. I watch the spectacle stuff. Like, um, like dudes in glasses. Rex spectacles. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No. I will watch home run derbies. I will watch championship games. Gosh, the list gets real short after that. That was a long ellipsis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You asked me to watch a regular season, anything or another? Miss me with that. Except for Cardinals, inter, uh, interdivision rivalries. Yeah, well, and even the thing I'm like, because that's the only team I have fandom for is the St. Louis Cardinals. It's also just white noise as I'm doing stuff. Because like, I have two, when I'm watching Cardinals baseball, I'm like, I'm like puttering around the house. I'm like, Doing chores. Now, when I'm watching Cardinals playoff baseball, I'm super doing chores because I'm so focused. You, you can't pay attention to it because you're a nervous wreck. Correct. Yeah. It's the worst. What's like, your go-to routine, Amory? With what? Watching watching the game. Depends if you have money on it, right? No. I watch sports every day as long as it's on. I have multiple TVs, too, and or laptops. Just unacceptable. I just cannot. I know. It's crazy working in sports media and Do you sports. have one big television, like, at the head of the room, we and have... then the rest of your screens are spread around? Or oh, you have, that's like, going to be the You have, be like, multiple home. screens. Like in the Back to the Future yeah, home? You're like yeah, a, you're like your that's own little be... Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that's what it's going to be. Right now, we just have laptops and one main screen, but on our, on our um, TV, we can have, like, split screen it. I watch more sports than Fred, but way less than any sports host in the country. Pretty <laughs> next sure. to Fred. Well, of course, next to Fred. Guys, I watch spectacles. I told you. The big game I watch. Highlights? Well, I watch I a lot you, of highlights. I'm yeah, a highlights guy. I told you. Yeah, I heard you highlights guy. I'm a re- I'm a, unlike Fred, I'm a reader. I like oh, reading nice. about things. Like in print media? Yeah. I'm a Jeff Grammer guy. Yeah, anything Jeff Grammer does, I'm into. Yeah. Now, I'm not telling the Rio Rancho Observer to miss me, but miss me. Mm. Like I'm only, I'm ABQ Journal all the way through. Little you cult. would you would never say suck it, but right, yeah, but Las Vegas Optic. I read the Optic a lot. Ooh, the Optic. I'm a big Optic guy. Well, only because you're in it. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they make mention. Also, they like with obviously I have a passion for New Mexico Highlands athletics. And anytime there's something going on positive with them, like Damien uh, Gallegos just signed with the Cowboys. He's a running back up there at West Las Vegas. I'm telling you right now, he could have played at State. He could have played here at UNM. He scored 30 touchdowns last season. You know how many of those I saw? Zero, hey, but I read about it. That's a good get. This is a stupid good, good get. Good Don't you for call them. the games? Well, the college games. Not for West Las Vegas oh, High School. Not yeah. West Las Vegas High yeah. School. <laughs> He calls the games for North Las Vegas. Yeah. He's like, I don't watch them, but I call them. The, he's he, he's more of a central Las Vegas guy. Yeah, give me North Las Vegas if you're going to give me. 
That is weird that Las Vegas, which has like 13,000 people, they have two high schools. That doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's enough people. Is, is one of them like the correctional high school? Like you get kicked out of the real one and like you got to, hey, he's, he's at that one now. I know one is Socha's and one is Greaser's, but I don't know which is which. Oh man. Yeah. You can't tell by the attire? No, one is T-Bird's and one is whoever opposes the T-Bird's. One is Switchblades, one is Shanks. Yes. Okay. That's how they roll up there. One is. That's West Side Story you're doing? And one is. That's what they do, right? I, I think they do do that. Okay. I do know there's two Dairy Queens in town. What? And they're territorial. One for each high school. One for each high school. Yeah. Don't you West Las Vegas losers dare come to my Dairy Queen. Correct. Yeah. Or don't you Robertson losers dare come to my Dairy Queen. But, but I mean, meet me at the Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wendy's is cool. Yeah, That's okay. neutral. Yeah, it's neutral. Wendy's is Switzerland. Everyone knows. That's Wendy's middle name is Switzerland. A one-of-a-kind Tom Brady card sold at auction, Amory, for 396000 That's Wait, it? That's it. I mean, that's pretty good. That's still a lot. <laughs> now, I told you it's one-of-a-kind. Yeah, this one-of-a-kind card that says three of five on the back of it. From the texter, there's a strong appreciation for how often Amory doesn't mention the city of St. Louis. So that's nice. That's what we call a regular listener. I like that. So here's the thing on this one of a kind, Amory. There's lots of them. <laughs> this is a lie. This is just like NFTs. And Tom Brady somehow is in on it. I have no doubt. You see your boy Seth Green got all of his NFTs stolen? Seth Green from... Robot Chicken Guy? Yeah. Seth Green from Airborne? Correct. <laughs> yes. Seth Green from Airborne, not Airbud, Airborne. They got him off the blockchain? Yeah, he just just hacked him, stole all of his NFTs. Amory, I don't even know what that word means. Just heard it. I can steal NFTs, too. Right click? It's called a screenshot. It's a right click. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look what I got. So it's Tom Brady's rookie card. His 2000. Before he was like Tom Brady. His 2000 Fleer Showcase Masterpiece rookie card. Sold for 396000 at an auction. And as soon as it did, all these other card nerds, which, by the way, I'm saying endearingly because I'm actually kind of into this passion. Yeah, the St. Louis really? card nerds. Yeah, the St. Louis card nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so they all said, um, Jinx, we have this card too. Yeah, this isn't one of a kind. This is not one of a kind. It's one of X amount of. And you wonder why the card like market went bankrupt. It's insanely bankrupt. That's what happened to all my 80s rookie baseball cards. You it's thought like, you had the one? Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. We have four million of these. Yes. Or they're starting a scandal. Typical Patriots Brady, Patriots it ha- That's what it is. Yep, scandals, yeah. Yeah. cheating. Mm-hmm. Keep, your na- keep, uh, keep my name in your mouth. Deflate gate, spy gate, multiple card gate. After the auction, uh, an anonymous person reached out that reached out to PWCC, which is, I guess, whoever handles this auction, and they said they presented their their card as the only one of one masterpiece. <laughs> it's not a one of one if there's multiple. No, that's not what that means. 
That's like uh, whenever you get like the two toughest dudes on the block, and one dude is like, I'm the one, and the other guy's like, I'm the realest one. And you're like, Those, guys, you're saying the same thing. Mm. You're, you're not the one. You're, you guys are, there's at least two of you. How about you punch yourselves in the face at yeah. the same time? Guy who spends 400 grand on the 2000 Fleer Showcase Masterpiece Brady Rookie Car graded at 8.5 NM MT. What's New Mexico, Montana have to do with that? <laughs> By the Beckett Grading Services, sold with collectibles. I got to be, I'm going to dig through my sports cards tomorrow. Maybe I have one too. <laughs> Tom Brady wins that Super Bowl over the. Uh, uh, not mentioned Rams. Uh-huh. And. From an unmentionable city. Yeah, we don't no longer talk about them. That angers people, apparently. Super angers. Also, this person's phone number is one number off from my phone number, which is super weird. Oh, my God, so it is. Be, I didn't notice it's that. It's got to be a family member, which is what makes this even worse. Mom? <laughs> Why would you say that, Mom? I know your number. You remember that when you were kids and your family got the first cell phone plan and all your numbers were off one from each other? And you'd go to your friends and be like, do not accidentally call my mom. They're like, well, I have your mom. That's what you do to your buddies. You'd be like, I literally have your mom's number now. I know your number, so I have your mom's number. Your mom. Josh is ready. Step aside for a second when we come back, though. Isotopes and baseball talk with Josh Sushan, voice of your Albuquerque Isotopes, as he is on the road in Salt Lake which is neither beautiful nor historic. It's up there with me with El Paso. That's how I feel about Salt Lake. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Albuquerque Isotopes. It's actually, it's a really catchy tune, for real. It's it's strong. It's one of the best ones. Also, to incorporate, like that's, that's a lot of syllables. You're going to put into a song? Albuquerque isotopes. Yeah, done brilliantly. Joining us on the program, Josh Sushan. Josh, welcome to the show. You know, it's always good to be on the show, especially in the coveted 5.30 p.m. block window of time. I so mean, I feel especially honored to be in this time slot. You know about that 5.30 slot, Josh. You know what's going on there. It's real good. It's a good know that, um, that jingle? It, some dude in the, uh, in the East Mountains came up with it. He's brilliant. Yeah, I need to find him out and uh, and maybe have him as a guest as a on the ice still same show same we call we call same you go first <laughs> okay. we got a lot of free time up in the mountains yeah this is <laughs> if i was gonna have like a cool remote studio where i produced like jingles i feel like the east mountains is a prime spot absolutely uh, bad internet access out there i heard mm, so that's I'm what the, makes it a good spot yeah i'm with you josh stay focused yep. right Ooh. you don't get like all these you know, notifications mm-hmm. on your phone distracting you that somebody liked your photo on Instagram, and then you have to like obsessively check everything. I'm like, the- that's why Kanye went to Wyoming. That's I didn't. Well, and also to be fair, <laughs> and to be fair, couldn't. I mean, he's already Kanye West. Sure. So, oh hell. All right, that's fine. What's up with the game tonight? I mean, we're gonna beat up Salt Lake real good, and then we're gonna go on a two-game win streak, and then we're gonna win through the weekend. It's gonna be a big old four-game win streak before we come home, and then we host. Who do we got next week? Round Rock, and just beat the crap out of them. It sounds like a good idea. So you're saying 10-game winning streak is what I just heard. Please. Because if we go on a 10-game win streak, that's going to put us at, what, 27 and 22. It'll probably put us at the top of the Pacific Coast, and everyone will be looking up at us, and I like to see when people's necks hurt. (laughs) 
Is this just a uh, – aren't you used to having people's necks hurt looking up at you? It's, so I do a distance thing. I stand far enough away to where I balance it out. Um, okay. Not great with my hearing, but I do project well. Matt Dennis on the mound tonight? Yeah, so if you follow the Rockies closely, you know that Antonio Sinzatella came out of a start on Tuesday. Yeah. And you know that they already had their game postponed tonight. Oh, right. Because of snow, which means there's a doubleheader tomorrow, which means there is a 27th member that can be added, and the weather does not look ideal for tomorrow either. So we've had three different people who have been listed as the starting pitcher for today. And as far as I know, it's going to be Matt Dennis, who's actually going to be out there when we get started in about an hour. Now, this is – I might be wrong on this one. First start of the year, right? No, he began the season in the rotation. He had a couple of good starts, and then things went south in a hurry Oh, okay. for his next three. And then he's been in the bullpen, so now he's back in the rotation. So, look, it's an opportunity for him, right? He hasn't pitched a whole lot lately, so he should be fresh. But at the same time, he's probably not going to be able to go 90 to 100 pitches. But it's an opportunity for him to, to kind of, you know, show what he can do, maybe get back to the rotation. Have you got any pitch or pitch? Have you got any feedback from pitchers on the pace of play stuff? Do they feel like they can throw a little bit more if they're doing it quicker? Or is that not a conversation? I've had a lot of conversations with just about everybody on the roster involving all of the new experimental rules. Because I, I, I find it all fascinating. And plus, it's my job to ask people and be able to answer questions and relay that on the air. I can tell you that when it comes to the automated ball strike system, where, again, the the home plate umpire has an earpiece and the computer tells him ball or strike, it has been seamless in terms of how quickly they are getting the information. I asked a couple of guys, when do you feel like there's a call that you would normally get that would help you, and when is there a call that you're not getting, right? And, like, I was talking to Brandon Gold about this today, and he said... Let's say it's a 3-0 count, and the batter is obviously taking. If it's close to the strike zone, sort of the human element of the of, of a human mm-hmm. being, it's just going to be like, yeah, that's a strike. It's 3-1, right? There, there's no human elements of that with, with the computer. And and so that's interesting. Riley Smith, who I talked to today for Isotopes on Deck, said, you know, when you're really con- when you have good control and you're painting the outside corner on a regular basis, you'll continue to get that call a little bit more this way and a little bit more that way and a little bit more just because you've kind of proven that you can throw strikes. And so again, just the psychology of of a human being is he's been throwing a lot of strikes. That one's pretty close. Yep, that's another strike. Yep, that's another strike. The computer doesn't think that way. So that part has been interesting just to kind of get a feel for what calls are working and which are not. I was told that yesterday the isotopes flagged three calls. So they, they, they want input. They want the players and coaches to say, like, hey, this is this is wrong. This is how it needs to be tweaked. And so there was three pitches from yesterday's game that the isotopes flagged, as in the computer messed this up. And so that all goes into the feedback that they're getting in New York so that they can kind of look at all this stuff and figure out how they can make it you know, better so that there's not uh, mistakes that are made. Josh, you know, uh, we talk to you so often, and, you know, we're such big Isotopes fans. We're always caught up on the ongoings of the Albuquerque Isotopes. But just in case, I pull up the old Googles, make sure I didn't catch a, I didn't miss a big story. And then uh, under the People Also Ask section of the Googles, the first one is, are the Isotopes a real baseball team? (laughs) I think there's so many more pertinent questions than that. But would you like to respond, Josh? That has to be because of the Springfield isotopes, right? Yes, has sir. Be, yeah. Yes, sir. It has to be, right? Because, I mean, most people know, but that's how we got our name, right? There was an episode of The Simpsons in which Homer Simpson 
discovers that the Springfield Isotopes might get moved to Albuquerque, and he goes on a hunger strike. Yep. And on the TV show, it works. The beloved Springfield Isotopes do not move to Albuquerque. Smart. And about a month after that episode aired is when it came time for the the team that was moving from Calgary to Albuquerque to come up with a new nickname. And the Albuquerque Tribune, the old defunct afternoon paper, did a, a, a poll. And it was like 65% of Burkanios wanted isotopes and had to do with that Simpsons episode. And that's how we got our name. So it's probably why that's on there, right? All yeah. right. Did you hear that, Google? It's been squashed officially right now. <laughs> the uh, Here's a super quick anecdote. Uh, in like 1978, my dad, did, it was like this, uh, the junior high was doing a name the mascot thing. And kids wrote like little essays. So they end up naming the mascot at the junior high the Trailblazers, okay. which is what my dad picked, right? And so he won the thing. He had a whole little write-up in the newspaper. So just last week, they consolidated all the feeder schools to the high school. So now everyone's Oilers, okay? Aww. The newspaper reaches out to my dad to see if my dad's upset about this. Oh, my goodness. And my dad says, no, I didn't care then either. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so good. So that's, uh, that's, that's where your boy gets it. The game tonight should be pretty good. Salt Lake will come out to celebrate. What, what's Chris Bryant doing tonight? Chris Bryant is in Denver. Gone. Right he he, he was gone. hoping to get reinstated from the injured list, but because of the snow out, <laughs> he's hoping to get reinstated tomorrow. There you go. I mean, so short-lived, but it was important. The, the, the boys ate really well when Bryant was here on rehab assignment. It's one of the great traditions of rehabbing major leaguers. You come down to the minor leagues, and the idea is I'm taking away at-bats from you or innings from you. And just as like a goodwill, pay it forward. You pay for the postgame spread, and you pay for something really good. And Chris Bryant got Flemings. I was told it was an extremely large bill. There was a lot of steak, and there Ooh. was shrimp. There was a lot of everything. It the, was really good. So I just Googled top restaurants in Salt Lake City. Okay, man, are you ready for this? Hit me. They have an Applebee's and a TGI Fridays. Get out. Yeah. Do they have a Chili's, though? They do. They have an Olive Garden and a Red Lobster and an Outback Steakhouse. This is the most boring city in the entire earth. Is Do they have a combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell, or are they separate entities? Well, I, I saw the spread that Josh sent us for his pregame meal the other day. They got some good catering is Ooh, what they got out there. Very nice. It, yeah, strong pasta. Pasta yesterday. It was, uh, we had, uh, I had, uh, <laughs> they had stuffing in the, in the press box. It's the first time in my life I've ever had stuffing in the month of May. Huh. My entire life. Today. It was like a reverse Thanksgiving. It was good. It was chicken instead of turkey, but everything else was like Thanksgiving. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I hope I don't fall asleep. I'm drinking coffee now to make sure I don't fall asleep <laughs> because of how good the meal was. Well, well, chicken's not tryptophan. That's turkey. I feel like it should be fine. I feel like. Well, it was mashed potatoes and a whole bunch of gravy, and you know. You're talking about a regular what, meal for me. You <laughs> eat enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah this, is, this is that's what he orders at Cracker Barrel every day. I am, I'm a huge Cracker Barrel mark. Who's on right the pre? On. Who's on the pregame today, Josh? Uh, Riley Smith. So this is a dude who was competing for a job in the big leagues with the Diamondbacks in spring training. And then at the end of the spring, the Diamondbacks just said, sorry, bro, you're released. They didn't even send him to the minors. So he goes back home, and then he signs with an independent league team. He arrives at the independent league team, and the next day, Frank Duncan gets hurt, and the Rockies need somebody, and now he's driving to Albuquerque. So kind of a whirlwind, six weeks for him. He's been with us for two outings now talk to him about that i also asked him a really important life question which is how do you make friends quickly when you suddenly walk into a new clubhouse well that's a and good then one we also yeah and then we also just talked about you know the abs and the pitch clock and all that kind of fun stuff the obviously the interviews in the can that's going to air but you know what is kind of interesting to me about guys who do come in because we talked about this the other day with tyler o'neill and the cardinals 
Like, if you are really struggling at a major league level or you're not performing, do you prefer the send down or do you prefer the IL? You know, because it's Ooh, it, good question. It's like what hit, like what what, and I'm talking like oh, mental health, sports psychology. Give it to me, Josh. You want the IL because it's money. You get major league money when you're on the injury list. Uh, you get service time, yeah. all of that stuff. There you go. You know what? I mean, it's very rare that someone wants to get sent down to the minor leagues, even if it's the best thing for them, because there's such a financial. It's such an enormous difference financially. Well, there you have it. Voila. You know literally all the questions. Josh knows them all. He knows sure. Well, if I don't, I just make it up quickly and make it That's, sound right. Ah, Actually, you know, the ideal pro. thing is that you go on the injured list and then they send you to the minors on a rehab assignment so you're still making major league money and now you get the advance. Yes. That's the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. I like cake and I like to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and ice cream or sprinkles. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but what you do have to do is you have to flip the bill at the Texas Roadhouse. Sure. So does that money even it, it balances out in a way? So who knows? Josh, you're, problems to have. You guys are at six fifteen. First pitch is at six thirty. Uh, six thirty five. There you go, Josh Sushan. Thank you so very much, brother. My pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your show. Very good. He's excellent at this. Everything, Appreciate you. Everything about him is perfect and special and lovely. That's crazy. It got snowed out in May. Remember, we were there last year at 420. Yeah. And it snowed during a baseball game. We were at a game where Houston was playing Colorado last year on 420. Correct. And it snowed. It's like watching baseball on a snow globe. Correct. And a lot of people in Denver were very, very high at the game. And they were very, very concerned that they were imagining snow. Yes, that was a different energy. But it was real snow. Also, we were wearing Houston Astros jerseys and getting booed at. Until we roasted the whole crowd. We roasted the whole crowd, Amory. And then we got beers bought for us. Everyone that's surrounding us. Because we were entertaining. And then we made people buy kids cotton candy. Yep. Because you don't treat your boys like that. All of this is true. You get in, in pink cotton candy, number one. Blue cotton candy, number two. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Swirl. This is like super mellow. This is on a lot of Spotify playlists that, like, I won't look for. But, like, if this came on, it'd be like, am I going to sleep? Am I, am I having cheese and wine? More wine references? Instrumental chill wave hip-hop beats to study by? Lo-fi. This, this, yeah. I couldn't tell you who this is or what this is, but I'm... Dua Lipa. Who? Dua, Dua Is he Lipa. new? <laughs> uh, really? Dua... Oh, it came right up. This is a lady. I just said it was, is he new? It's a lady. That's why we were all laughing. 83 million followers? Are you kidding me? I think it's like twin kangaroos, Fred. Dual leapers. That's what that means. We had Diplo on the show one time. Are you familiar with Diplo, Amory? Yes. So. Are are you? I am because I he literally was not. No, sometimes, you know, you have to tell him. You got to do research. Yeah, once we booked him, I had to do some research, and I became one of his 5.9 million followers. And I'm like, I'm like, this is like a pretty famous dude. Like, I feel this is a good get. Dua Lipa has 83 million followers. Is Dua Lipa not sports adjacent content? I knew who Dua Lipa was. Okay, I have a 20 year old daughter. More, uh, okay, I was gonna say, I, th- I feel like you guys are up with pop culture. You think I know about Mezzo Sperano vocal ranges? I don't. Oh, I do. I have a friend who's a mezzo soprano. What is it? Oh, that, oh so I said it incorrectly. Yeah. What is cool. a disco pop? Disco pop? Yeah. What is that? 
That's when you pour a little ecstasy into a, a soda. Oh, okay. A little disco pop. There we go. Yeah, that's what it is. She's from, okay, so this is, we talked about this the other day on the program. This is a person of British descent who does Americanized singing. The only actual form of singing. Yeah. Why don't people, why don't they, why do they do that? People from England when they sing have American accents. Harry Styles. So weird. I don't they like. They do that with acting too. I like shave styles. Hmm. Five o'clock. <laughs> Shadow styles. <laughs> yep. You're right though, because Daniel Craig, the best Bond, that should be British, but he does it as a British doing an American doing a mm. British. Two layers. Yeah, it's like a multi-layer thing. Shrek's onion. I do. <laughs> All right, hear me out. I got a plan, guys. So this Alabama, Texas A&M. Okay. okay. Here's like the ultimate if you're Alabama, okay? Because like you hate Texas A&M. You hate all their alumni oil barons. Like you hate that they're buying the number one recruiting class. Hear me out. If you're a fan of the Crimson Tide, if you're an Alabama alum, if you are – any sort of anti-Texas A&M. Get Dua Lipa to sing the national anthem. Well, no. First of all, she's Wait, from... Wait, what? She, can you do that if you're from Britain? I think that puts you like where you can't. You have to be American. It'd be the international anthem. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. If you're any of these things I just named, alumni, part of the fan base, or oppo Texas A&M, take all of your money right now and invest in green energy. Okay? Because then all these oil barons, they'll dry up. And Texas A&M can't afford these NIL classes anymore. And, by the way, helping the environment. Well, I would think that all these oil barons can see the future or they have good advisors on their team. Uh-huh. And they're diversifying. From what I understand, mm-hmm. they're milking it and slowly investing in green energy. So yeah, that's a, why we, a, we... It's a win-win. Yes. So they're a... going to be fine. I've always said this. I always say roll tide, not roll coal. Okay. I always say that. You've heard me say that a lot. Because you like Alabama? I'm struggling to think of one moment where you said (laughs) roll tide. Not roll coal. Oh, you know what? I can think of it. All right, say it. That one time we were doing laundry together. Yes. And you you dropped your detergent. Uh And you're like, hey, Van. Roll. Roll tide. And I rolled the tide to you. That's that's the only time that's ever happened. Now hear me hear me out here because okay. I know we have Texas listener right now. We have Texas friend of the show. A lot of them. A yeah. lot of them. A lot of people are Texas A&M. A lot fans. of the, listen, it, the listeners are bigger there. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't want to support Alabama, which I get, then what you do is you stop with the number one export of Alabama. So you no longer shop at Dollar General. Ignorance. Wait. What? What? Sorry. Same joke. What did you say? We did the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Quit exporting your cousin wife. Yes, need you to do that. So here, but for real, hey, we though, love Alabama. By the way, big Alabama, big guys Alabama for this segment. I got family in Alabama. Yeah, but are they ro- roll tide or are they war eagle? The well, hold up. They're just. Do you know the eagles. difference? They're uh, pacifist eagles. Yeah, because we're not one yeah. to identify the orientation of an eagle. This is why genderize <laughs> or, an eagle or what football team they go for in Alabama. Yeah, we, it doesn't matter to me. They could be fans of the that SOMAC. That does not surprise me. The SOMAC doesn't matter to me. He's actually not a football fan now yeah. that I think about it. I'm not, no. Also, congratulations to Texas A&M, who somehow got the entire nation to, to increase gas to $6 a gallon so that they would have enough money to get the number one recruiting class at Texas A&M. This, to me, is the ultimate play. Smart move. Smart move. 
You know, who's I don't pay- think that's what happened. It's but not. No, I don't know what your sources are, but where do these okay. oil barons get all this money? A. Marie's never played the long con. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Texas A&M oil baron oligarch. I'm changing my terminology to oligarch now. Okay. Oilgarch. Oilgarch. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So Texas A&M oilgarch has somehow convinced 209. Republican representatives to vote against capping gas prices. That way, their monies can keep going up to get the number one recruiting class. And by the way, it's not like Texas A&M is breaking their neck looking up. I mean, Alabama. They're number two. Yeah, They're the number two recruiting class. But they're sticking it to them. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden, for all these insanely gas prices. Hey, let's have a bill where we put a cap on gas prices. No. No. King. No. No. Nick Saban said the right thing. He just shouldn't have personally pointed anyone out. Well, I think he has to. That's, the, that's how you turn the needle. We wouldn't even talk about More it. More like Richard did. Nixon Saban. Am yeah, I right? that's how I feel. Yeah, that's oh how I gosh. feel. Because <laughs> personally, I agree with Nick Saban that Jimbo Fisher is a jerk. But I also agree with Jimbo Fisher that Nick Saban is a jerk. <laughs> yeah, they're both right. Yeah, what am I doing watching my two worst neighbors yell at each other? <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Wildly entertaining. I'm eating popcorn. Yeah. Who Who do do I like? like? Yeah. Like in what sense? In college coaches. Uh, Oh, gosh. All of them? The guy named Jimbo. Yeah, obviously. Duh. Of course we're rooting for Jimbo. I'm a big, where's Ed Orgeron right now? I'm a big Ed Orgeron guy. (laughs) He's a good He's on LSU. These are multiple level takes. He's a. Yeah. Not Brian, don't call me Chip Kelly. I don't care about him at all. Creep. Ed Orgeron is like some in some undergraduate sorority dorm. It's That's where Ed hero. Orgeron is. Yeah, my favorite college football coach, Urban Meyer. <laughs> That's my list. Oh, boy. <laughs> you guys have big impact. Sports and Jason is very interesting. Well, it's better than sports. <laughs> sure. 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 Because you know I know enough to know sports because I'm giving you all this adjacent content. Right. Uh, yes. But I cannot give you. Because what's the point of sitting down and being like, well, I'll tell you right now, uh, going from Stillwater, Oklahoma, out to L.A., that's a, that's a real good move professionally for any individual who's deciding to make. Everyone does that show. That's not a good show. I don't listen to that show. No one listens to that show. That's not true. <laughs> yeah? The guy, here's a, here's a good show. You know why Salt Lake sucks? It's restaurants. That's a good show. It's number one restaurant on the internet is yeah. Applebee's. That's unacceptable. It's Salt Lake is really good if, you, if oh you're on God, high I school just, prom. I just, I just figured it out. That's why they named their minor league team that. The Salt Lake Applebee's. Bees is short for Applebee's. Cut that I off. just That's noticed. That is so smart. Hey, get Josh Ushon back yeah, on here. Call Josh real quick. Let's ask him that's true. Confirm. He's, by the way, he li- he's listening right now. He's always listening because he's a fan of sports-adjacent content. <laughs> hey, Josh, set fire to Salt Lake tonight. <laughs> yeah. Call him the Applebee's over and over again. Oh, do that. <laughs> and then you know what you could do? You could do it every week because we'll come back to the same Applebee's every week. We'll sit in these exact same chairs. We'll sit in the same chair. We'll order the same meal. Call me cows or whatever they said. Alabama and Texas fighting means nothing. Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher fighting means everything. It's the whole world. It's the most important thing in the whole world. What college football is pretty important in this world. What fight would Alabama win versus Texas 
that isn't college football. What is Alabama known for that's not college football? It's all bad stuff. Yes. All the stuff that Alabama would win over Texas, none of them are good. College football is the only one where Alabama will prevail over Texas. For now. All right. According to alabama.tourist.gov, all these things are bad. Shout out to Baymanette, Alabama. What is a giant naked bottom? What is this? It's like a it's like a statue of sorts. Giant naked yeah, bottom. Hang out with boys tomorrow. Is that an attraction? Two men on. <laughs> it's an attraction. Hang out with you boys tomorrow. We will be at the Cottonwood Mall. We'll be on the east side, which is behind the movie plex. Is that old? That's old timey talk. That's why people think the I'm Regal old. Theater. Yeah, movie plex. Yes. Why would I say that? Yeah, I don't know. Why is that the colloquialism I go with? So they're behind the theater, and I think we're going to be like sectioned off. We got a whole thing. There'll be pop ups, be live broadcasts. KKOB, I know, will be the, there early in the morning. We will be there throughout the course of the morning. Come and hang out with us, make some donations. Hey, but don't like be in a hurry. Like, I'm not trying to be that guy right now and tell you how to live your life because I get that we all have busy lives. Like, take a minute to hang out, though. Like, Just it, drop it off. Yeah. Throw stuff out of your window no. and peel out. Be a friend of the show. Be a friend of the show. Be a friend. What is that? Is Hot it you? Take. That's you hurrying people along? No. Um. Can I do some sports breaking news? Give it to me. Ooh. Tiger Woods made the cut. Yeah. This weekend, I was very excited. Well, let me. I have to Google what the term "made the cut" means for the PGA oh. Championship. All right. It's not coming up. T i g e r s. Tigers. What? No. Tiger. Singular and then Woods. <laughs> w. You know, one of the greatest. Okay. Athletes of all time. All right. So you put money on him. No, but I'm just really excited um, that he made the cut. I don't know if you know, he almost died last year. Oh, and then he was framed as a hero, but really he should be framed as a reckless driver and should be in jail or at uh, least no. face some I'm, sort of civil punishment. That's not what What's I was it? saying at all. I just thought Is that um, what we're coming talking back about? from that injury, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. For some reason, he should be placed on a mantle for us all to look at and all, but in for real, not only did he endanger his own life, but any passing vehicle that could have came near him as he was speeding at least 40 miles over the speed limit. Is that what we're talking about, Tiger Woods? Yes, that is the yeah. best sports take I've heard you say in a long time. Um not a hero. Also, the guy I bet on, Maury McElroy, he's t- five. He's um he's minus four right now, which I'm very – he's in a good place for me to win. So, very exciting. All right. All right. So, sorry, congratulations. My hot, my hot golf take, sorry. How's Xander Shoffley doing? Let me see where he's at. That's my I was, I'm guy. Looking at the, oh, oh, that's your guy? Yeah. I like him. He's got the weirdest name in sports. Yeah. Oh, I love golfer names, too. Anybody who wears Plus knickers? Three. Plus um, three is Xander. He's, yeah. Plus three? He, he's he's thirty That's tied for thirty. Seventy make yeah, thirty first, yeah. Seventy make the cut. So Tiger was the last guy to make the t- the cut. Very exciting. The That's very funny. last guy? Jeez, I wonder why they did that. Yeah, I can't imagine. So crazy. <laughs> Anybody wear knickers on the tour anymore? That's a good question. And I have to enunciate that very well. It's that's the uh, the one that goes to the knee. It's like high socks in baseball. Correct. Like Jesper Parnovic. Who? Or Payne Stewart. Ah, I'm familiar with him. Yeah. Jimmy Stewart's younger brother. There's no knickers on the tour anymore. The Okay, so according to this PGA deal here, 
Tiger Woods is not projected to win, so that is a no, shame. No, he's not. He was 61. Yet. Okay, are you kidding me on this? Tiger only has two He's 61? He looks great no, for 61. one odds when he started off on Thursday. What he needs to work on, like I get his golf game, he can work on that. He needs to work on his Instagram followers. Because if you only have 2.9 million Instagram followers, that doesn't even put you near Dupe Lipa. Well, he keeps losing them because of controversies. Yeah, he doesn't make good decisions. Yeah. He, as far as a human being goes, yeah. not a good one. Can't handle his drugs either. No. Oh, boy, guys. Who, <laughs> whenever you go into a Perkins, yeah, what yeah. you should not be is a predator. Oh, my God. You know what you should be? Hungry and tip 20%. Polite. You should be polite. At you a should Perkins. be those things. But you know what Tiger is? Opportunistic. Uses his money and influence. Sounds like you hate him as much as you hate Tyler Hero. So who's Tyler Hero? Yeah, <laughs> it's like Guitar Hero, but you're in a frat. Sick. Hey, let me give you like forty dollars, dude, to join your club. It's not a club; it's a frat. Okay. Yes, you can pay for friends. So we ran off everyone from Alabama today. We ran off everyone in a frat. We ran off Tiger Woods fans. You, Jarlock. This else? is not who's Drew Locke. No, which is a lot. Oh. Golf. Oh. Yeah. Golfing. Drew Locke is the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. Well, I think he's he's on the roster. I don't know. As of now. What did what did Ty Montgomery say? He said uh, he was asked what his position will be with the Patriots, and he says employee. <laughs> like, heck yeah. Ty Montgomery. That's such a good answer. Hey, look what I just did. And then, no, you drew a lock. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. drew lock. Is that the same? You, you physically put it. You drew a picture. Of a lock on a piece of paper. That's not Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Is that a master? That's a Drew Master Lock. What is Drew Lock's middle name? <laughs> hey, so Ty Montgomery gets asked by reporters. They're like, hey, uh, what position do you play with the Patriots? He says, I'm going to be an employee. <laughs> Bill Belichick's like, you're giving too much information. Don't. Knock it off. Uh, Bill's, Bill's like, this will get you cut. Don't talk to the media. We invested a, a first round pick in you, and a, we, you haven't even made it past the uh, the first day of work. And we tell you, you just, you just don't talk to the media. Uh, also, you're you're, uh, you're on the Andrew list. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that is their thing, though, right? Where it's, hey, whatever position you play for the Patriots, but also you're taking some reps at safety. Like, hey, we got you. Like you're on. You're on the squad, but Gronkowski, you you go back to the goal line. You knock that one down. Hey, Fred, did you know that Alabama is the home to the tree that owns itself? What does that mean? There is an autonomous tree that lives in Alabama. It has its own rights. Is it like a super old tree? What do you mean? William Henry Jackson deeded ownership to the tree in the early 1800s. I'm in on this. That's it? That's all that happened? In Athens, Georgia, a white oak owns itself. Yeah, that's under-impressive at best. And the property that it extends over. Are you bringing this up because Ty Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama? Is this what you're doing? Is this the association? I mean, usually. Also, you need a code. Like when you're a reporter in Boston and you're talking to Patriots players, where you're like, blink twice if you're in trouble. Uh Uh-huh. Like, are you in danger? This is not safe. Bill cannot get you. He can get you. Bill cannot get you. Hey, look what I just did. What, what are you doing? Is it more drawing locks? 
I drew a lock on a safe. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Fred, did you know the first 911 call in the United States was made in Alabama? Don't okay. make your surprise face. So let me get this straight. Today's I-9 varsity has gone from the varsity of armies to the varsity of Alabama, and I am a fan of that decision and that plan. Today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of Alabama. Contact I-9 Sports League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Connect with I-9 Sports. Get your kids signed up. Learn the basic. Learn the fundamentals. All right, so we were talking a little bit about Alabama and what they can do to offset Texas A&M and their push for the number one recruiting class, which is only support green energy and no longer support oil in any fashion, including plastics. Correct. And that's because there's a cotton state, Van. Alabama is the cotton state. They largely – well, you guessed it. They produce just the most cotton. So there you go. So Alabama known for their their cotton export. You want to hear a shocker? What's that? The Civil War started in Alabama. Are you messing with me? You're making your surprise face right now, and you shouldn't. I, I thought that was like a – oh, civil. I was going to go Paul Revere. Yeah, Civil War. Not revolutionary. I don't know it's, I don't know enough about the Civil War. Really? I would say I don't. You're not a Ken Burns guy. I'm a big Ken Burns guy. You had a great Civil War documentary. I, I saw that. But you, but you weren't listening. You know how it is. You're walking around your house. I was walking around cleaning house. house. (laughs) Cleaning house like you do when you watch football. Known as the heart of Dixie, okay? Watch your language. Are you you familiar with what that means? What? So Dixie is the collection of like southern sunbelt states, Mm. and they are the heart of it. So there you go. That's not so bad. No, not so bad. That's got something to do with the French, too. Because when the French showed up in Alabama... They tried to culture up Alabama, gave up, went to Louisiana. Speaking of Louisiana, did you know Mobile? Okay. Used to be the capital of Louisiana when Louisiana was New France. But Louisiana wised up and gave it to Alabama because it's it's Alabama. That makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's one that actually doesn't have a, a punchline at all. This is where the Montgomery bus boycott was, and that's that's Rosa Parks. That's a big deal. Oh, that is a big deal. Yeah, that changed the world around. That's a big deal. That changed the world around as we know it. The world that we currently live in would not exist today without Montgomery, Alabama sucking so bad. Speaking of our world being completely different today, uh-huh. it's now illegal in Alabama to wrestle a bear. So imagine if Alabama didn't outlaw bear wrestling. How long has that been a law? Where we'd be. Uh, 1843. Pretty good, actually. That's... It's a Class B felony to wrestle a bear, or train bears to wrestle each other. This, this is this true. is carny stuff. This is what true. You're talking about this is true, like head to head, bear on bear action. Yep, I don't like that. Yep, we were talking yesterday about astro chimps. Not talking about bear on bear action, like in June. But we're talking about historically in Alabama where they train bears to fight each other. Now, also, if you remember, you remember Deepwater Horizon? The yeah, biggest, in the Gulf. is The biggest marine oil spill in the history. Bad news. Is that yeah. BP? That's true. So, you know what the, the tie-in is to Alabama? 
all that settlement money came from BP, which is based out of Alabama, and they lost tons and tons of money, and it really hurt the Alabama economy. British Petroleum is based out of Alabama? The U.S. office. There you go. That's a smart cover-up yep. up there. <laughs> there are not enough cool facts about Alabama. The great Gatsby lived in Alabama? I don't even know who that is. He's way better than the average Gatsby. Ah, uh, there you go. Okay. Alabama's the first state to declare Christmas as a holiday. All right, so there's a cool move. They did a lot in the 1800s. Ahead of the game, really, at the time. They've kind of dried up since then. The 1800s was pretty good for Alabama. They did a lot of stuff. You're a big foodie guy, right? Sure. Known for their hot sauce is Alabama. None of these things are better than Texas. Alabama's state constitution is the longest of any of the 50 states. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Did you know Also th- the least read. I made up that last part. Did you know that moon pies were created at the Mobile, Alabama Mardi Gras, which is the oldest dating Mardi Gras in the entire country? See, I did know those two facts. Okay. Yeah. Alabama's Mardi Gras is older than Louisiana's. Because remember, I told you about the New France mm-hmm. earlier, because that whole area was New France, and then France wised up and gave away Alabama. There you go. Alabama is Chuck is Choctaw, means thicket clearers. Thicket clearers. Yes. Okay. Don't know what that is. I don't know what a thicket is. A thicket. I think those are thorny bushes, aren't they? No, I, I'm just telling you, I don't know. I, I have zero agriculture in my life. If you were to be like Fred, point out some floral and fauna, I would say no, I, I don't know how. Point out a thicket. <laughs> 22nd state of the United States. I'm telling you, none of these things are better than Texas. All they can do is go green. That's their only move to stop Texas A&M or the University of Texas or Texas Tech or any other Texas program from overtaking them as the greatest football program in the country. Or beg France to take them back. That's, they don't play football in France. <laughs> New France. For 16 years, there's been a proposal for Amtrak to connect the city of New Orleans and Mobile, Alabama, and New Orleans has shot it down every year. <laughs> oh God, that's, the, that's the winner. There's your winner. <laughs> that's so unnecessary but factual. All joking aside, my old co-host, Kristen, she went to Auburn. Okay. War Eagle. And any final words before we go? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but make sure you check out the opening drive Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Got a lot of recap this weekend. I hear there's golf. Tiger made the cut. I heard that, too. We'll be out for Brandon Ortega's bachelor party tonight. If you see your boys, you buy me one, I'll buy you one. Good job, everyone. GG. See you on Monday, Burke.